Welcome to the Every Morning Quarterback. Boy, do we have a fun one for you tonight on another AFC West preview. He was so good the first time we called him back. We called the Proctor because Casey Proctor is back. (laughs) We had a blast last time. Casey was awesome. So welcome back to the program, Casey. Not many guys get to say that they came on the show twice. What an absolute oh. pleasure! I, I noticed uh, I noticed the shop on the site. Let's get a a, a repeat visitor T-shirt up there. I, I think I think we need that up there. Yeah, be the proud first owner. That <laughs> yeah. There's actually we have more people that ask not to come back on than we do to come back on a second time. So appreciate you come back on. You guys aren't that bad. Yeah, hey, thank you. That's the best comment we have we have we have ever gotten. You guys aren't that bad. Okay, I'm a big reason why they don't want to come back. So. Hey, oh, no, we'll, only we'll, if it's like a Rams fan. Third time, Casey. Yeah. Well, you got only you got a mess yeah. on your hat, so you might have to clean that thing off. That might be scaring people away. We 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 were it's on yesterday. Mess. We were on yesterday with a. Uh, Rams guy and boy, the Niners Rams tension between Zach and him, you could cut it with a knife. It was we actually got along really well, honestly. But you did until you brought up the pass interference, obvious Logan pass interference in the Super Bowl. Play it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obvious. Yeah. What an excellent series between the two last year, though. I mean, yeah. electric. Those oh, the yeah. Niners, dude, they were they're just so tough. Like they're they were the the last dying breed of the season that was, you know, we're down to punch you in the mouth. And that's how yeah. we're going to come into the football game. Our, de- and, our defense just came al- alive the last yeah. few weeks of the of the year in the playoffs. Yeah. It, I didn't see it coming, but it was a great ride. It's just tough the way it ended. Yeah, sure. Well, Looking it's up. tough hey. to finish. Same with, same with you guys. Tough the way it ended. It's but, tough to finish yeah. the whole damn thing. It really is. It, it really is. But yeah, it's he finished really us. Hard, man. He finished us three years ago. You son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Got Good him. Fun. Good fun. Uh, Speaking of your team, Casey, let's go ahead and start there because a lot of shakeup happened with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, their star wideout, Tyree Kill. Um, there's some bit of a contract breakdown. They ended up shipping him out to the highest bidder, the Miami Dolphins. Um, and already Tyreek's taken some shots saying that uh, Tua is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Don't even get me started. That's hilarious. That. Uh, yeah, actually, we have a live look at Chiefs fans after he actually said that. Let's just take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, trophy, yeah you got to have all those uh trophies in the back too right uh, uh but let's just start yeah. there so tell us how is this offense gonna look different and are they gonna miss even a beat not having hill there well i, I mean first and foremost it is different right yeah. and i mean that's that's off of becoming so accustomed to the Fuck it, Tyreek's down there somewhere, you know, like that, that has become the norm. And then, you know, obviously you have the best tight end in football that's finished as a top five receiver every season since 2015, but, and he's up the seam, you know, wreaking havoc in the middle, but there hasn't ever been a legitimate wide receiver too. And that's been, I mean, there's been cries from the rafters from chiefs fans, get us a wide receiver in here, pounding the table for a T Higgins trade at the deadline last year and stuff like that because of the way that the league adjusted, because it's the NFL. You can't survive. You can't live by the home run forever. The NFL will catch up. The NFL will make its adjustments. And that's why it's so hard to build sustainability. That's what's so incredible about the 20 year Patriots run because it's unheard of. Truly. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. Bills in the 90s, the Cowboys in the 90s, even that is unheard of. You look at the Chiefs yeah. have hosted four straight AFC championship games, one big dance win. So it's yeah. going to look completely different, and the benefit 
comes to the Chiefs in that because everyone will be back to the drawing board. You've still got Patrick Mahomes, who right now is, last I looked on the sports books, one tick behind Josh Allen for MVP favorite. You can get him at, bless you, get him at plus 800. And, I mean, that's that's honestly feels like free money. You put $100 on that now, you're paying half your mortgage in February. So, like, I think that – I think that this new look, this new receiving core, I think it's so well-rounded in the sense that MVS can take the top off. Juju, the last time that he was a pro bowler was in Antonio Brown's all-pro season where he had 1,600 yards and 15 tuds or something. He was a 1,300-yard receiver with double-digit touchdowns. So you put somebody that can take the top off. You put somebody in the slot that has the ability that he does. Sky Moore is a football guy. He is a, I've got an awesome story for you in a minute, but he's a guy. And I was pounding the table for George Pickens. Put the dog in Georgia Bulldog. I was a George Pickens guy <laughs> since December of 2020. And when we passed on him, when, when he was available at 50 and we traded again and went and got Sky Moore at first, it took me a second to digest it, but that's a versatile, versatile receiver with some yeah. absolute mitts on him, like 10 and three quarter hands. And then you got yeah. Nicole Hardman coming off of a career season last year, still got Tyreek or uh, uh, Travis Kelsey on off the, off the tackle. And he lines up wide more than any tight end in football. So this group is so complimentary. I mm. genuinely believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to take a step forward with his development. I had I had Sky Moore as a as a first round pick when we had our old mocks, and I had him going to your team, the Kansas City Chiefs, at the wow. end of the first round. And I even got another graphic for you here. I like him if you got <laughs> if you want to put down some money, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, man. Buddy. Well, I think if that's going to be the MVP. That's very possible. That's a great you know buy value right there because I could see Sky going for eight 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 hundred yards, nine to ten scores. I mean, he's going to be the guy that I think Patrick's going to fall in deeply in love with when things are breaking down. And it seems it seems totally under the radar right now too. Yeah. Is Demar is Demarcus gone or is he still around? He's in Las Vegas. He oh, is okay. Boy. I know so, Pringle. So he seemed obviously. to get like arrested, right? Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I know Pringle's gone too. Pringle so. beat him to it. Yeah. DUI. DUI. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's yeah. it is truly the whole receiving core, other than Travis Kelsey and Miko Hardman, is brand new. Yeah, um, you've still got some back end guys, uh, Cornell Powell. Dorian I like those Fowley. weapons though that you just. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. hey, from no disrespect to LSU. From wide receiver university, Clemson, we got Justin Ross too, who's got mm. the the neck and back. That's that's not oh, a problem. Wow. I forgot about him. He about he, him. he missed he most of his receiver in college. Yes, he missed yeah. most of his senior year after that back fusion or whatever surgery he had. He missed most of his senior year with a broken foot. So we're talking about a guy that is still in a rehab process, but has been getting eyes and OTAs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been vocal about loving what he brings to the table. Yeah. So you start talking about wide receiver five six. You know, the late, the back end potential, the rotational guy, what dudes will offer to special teams. I, I mean, I really like where this offense sits right now. It's one of those nice spots, too, because when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom, Tom Brady, Stafford, I'll throw him into that mix. Like, you can take flyers on, on guys because if, you, if anyone's going to make them what they could be, it's those quarterbacks. Like, right. you can, you can go and take a flyer on like a, you know, uh, Justin Ross because. Patrick Mahomes could make him look like the old Justin Ross. Right. Yeah. You, if he's playing with Daniel uh, Jones, maybe not so much. Do, right. do you do you worry about a little bit of 
So in Mahomes' career, obviously he's had wild success, like unbelievable for, for the start of his career. It's probably the best ever. It is the best ever. But um, when he's had pockets of struggling, it's typically because the run game can't get going at all. Are you worried about that? Because that is somewhat glaring at times for Kansas City. Edwards Hilaire hasn't reached his potential. He probably won't now. And, I mean, you had a bunch of random guys I can barely even remember carrying the ball at the end of last year. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'll counter your Clyde's never going to reach his potential with he's going to have 1,400 yards from scrimmage, and, and we're flirting with double-digit touchdowns this year. Okay, because okay. We're, talking, we're talking about a kid. Rookie year was – just uh, just over 800 ru- or rushing yards with under 200 carries. It was like a 4.5 average with four rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. So there was – in Kansas City particularly, like from the outside looking in, you can say what you will. He's been injured. He has – he's struggled. The best availability – or the best ability is availability, and he's not been available for – a bit of a fumbling problem too at times. But. Yeah, that was one stretch where he had multiple fumbles stretch. towards the end of a season and in a playoff game. So yeah, it yeah. got ugly when it rained, it poured on the fumble front. But he, truly, he is coming into a year healthy for the first time in his career. There was between freshman and sophomore season, we're recovering from the ACL. And it came out later on that coming into his rookie season, he had some kind of stomach issue. He had a stomach surgery. He was abdomen was cut open before coming into the league mm. and so for the first time ever we're talking about a fully healthy kid that like was drawing brian westbrook comps pre-draft and in an andy Reid offense and he's never really been available to take that chance to live up to that hype which is unfair hype because that's an eagles hall of famer but even more so with the way that this offensive line has come together with I mean, Orlando Brown's about to get paid as a guy that's like as handsomely paid as a as a left tackle could be in football. Joe Tooney is the premium at the yep. left guard position. Creed Humphrey is love Creed. Looks good. First Looks team great. all rookie has a Looks chance great. to be yep. all pro. Really, I mean, he's yep. in the Kelsey conversation, like Jason Kelsey echelon conversation. Yeah, Trey Smith was excellent at right guard, and then this year coming in, you got serious competition on the right tackle position with. Andrew Wiley, who has been a rotational guy for the last five years in Kansas City. Lucas Niang, who was drafted in 2020, opted out. Last year was his first full serviceable season and was wrestling with an injury, but he made nine starts. And then Darian Kennard, the Kentucky kid that we drafted in the fifth. So this offensive line is a legitimate top 10, if not flirting with top five unit in the league. And whether it's a running back by committee or if Clyde Edwards-Alaire earns RB1 and becomes that guy, it's a matter actually for me of the playbook involving that. You know, when when Kareem Hunt was here, Andy Reid was willing to run the football. Yeah. In the early, early Andy Reid days, which I think was the last season that Jamal Charles was in Kansas City, 2013, maybe the last two seasons, we ran the shit out of the football. So I believe behind this offensive line, creating the balance, you know, yeah, exactly – and yeah. whether that's if it's a committee, you got now we got Ronald Jones, Jarek McKinnon came back. I'm not about so Rojo. That. Yeah. I like McKin- McKinnon. ran hard, and I have a soft spot for him. Yeah. Even though he never played for the Niners, really. He can't stay healthy. <laughs> he can't stay healthy. He wasn't available yeah. for the Chiefs until the playoffs. But yeah. my big, I've got sweet eyes for a kid that we took in the seventh round, Isaiah Pacheco from Rutgers, four-year captain out there, and he is six-two, two-fifteen, runs Ooh. hard. He's apparently in OTA. Has been taking. 
uh, punt and kick returns. So he's wearing number 10, taking it right off the shelf from Tyreek. <laughs> oh. That's how Tyreek came into Kansas City. If any, like if the, the reason nobody else ever will wear it again. Right? Yeah, if the trajectory like is even close, exactly, exactly. Could be awesome. But I wow. I believe it's a matter more so of the playbook than anything because I believe the personnel is there to successfully run the football in Kansas City. Well, and in that in that AFC West, yeah, I mean, and, and in that you have six games against teams that are built to stop the pass. So you're going to have to in six games and, you know, during that season, you're going to have to find a way to run the ball. I mean, you got the Raiders who have the pass rush, the Chargers beefed it up in the pass rush and they added guys in like the secondary. Uh, you got the Broncos who have a pass rush like they're, they're going to have to run the ball. So, I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting well, to see how they're going to handle home. that. Mahomes does pretty well against the pass rush too, but where's pretty, his best improvising? He's I'm pretty good against the blitz and against so, that. For so, sure. yeah. hey yeah. Anthony, ra- random qu- aside here. So Duvernay Tardif, the great lineman for the Chiefs, uh, who played for the Jets, yeah, traded yeah. to the Jets. Is he re-signed by the Jets, or is he just off in the middle of nowhere? He is from, currently right now. He is not signed by the Jets. So they ended up off. I think he's uh, saving some more lives somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, I think he actually. A, I think he actually stepped away from football. Yeah, that guy oh, is just okay. an absolute, an absolute hero right yeah. there. <laughs> he was great for the Jets too. I mean, he came, he came back after stepping out for a whole year, and he came back and was solid for the Jets. But um, I'd like to step back once here because we're talking about these beefed up pass rushes, and yeah. if this is going to be a true AFC west preview i want to i just want to touch all our bases all right yeah please uh, rip it so so <laughs> the broncos you know and yes bradley yeah. chubb's there when he's healthy and and he's a dog more than anything i would give mega props to their secondary it's excellent led by pat sertan it's excellent but their big move for the pass rush outside of drafting nick bonito who as i mean as far as like purely putting your ears back and getting after the quarterback he did it as well as anybody out of the university of oklahoma or yeah, Oklahoma. But yeah. I uh we don't like Oklahoma on this show. Yeah, no. Oklahoma <laughs> baby. Um, but we uh we have the Broncos signing Randy Gregory to a 70 million dollar deal. Here's a little trivia question for you guys. So this is Randy Gregory's second contract, right? Drafted in 2018. Four seasons, been active through all of them. He's missed time because he was smoking pot. Pop it on drug tests. You had a couple injuries. You get paid $70 million. You kind of have an expectation of like, what's a guy done in the past to earn what's ahead, right? Jeff thought he, he does uh, holding from the defensive side on other linemen in big <laughs> yeah. playoff games. Yeah. Here's a, here's a, here's a fun, here's a fun little trivia question for you. Four, four seasons, um, including last year, one season of 17 games. So 16 times three plus 17 would be. 30, 48, 58, 65 games. How many games has Randy Gregory started? I'm going to go with 26. I'm going to go less than 20. 12 games. Whoa. 70 million bucks. Wow. Started 12 games? Wow. That's absurd. Find that on football reference. That's unreal. I can't can't picture a lot of huge positive plays that Randy Gregory made for the Cowboys. I know every, picture one because it hasn't happened yet. Right, he's got like every, six sacks across twelve. He was, stars. he was, <laughs> decent, he was decent last year, but he showed he has no um, discipline in yeah. in his personal life or on the field. Yeah, uh, it was really funny when he when he came out here. It was like you know, well, we don't have to worry about the drug thing anymore because we could smoke pot in Colorado. 
fortunately for him, it became a league-wide thing where, like, you don't get busted for that anymore. It had nothing yeah. previously to do with where you were at. I was going to no, say, it's, it's, not, a, it's, it's, it's not a state quality. thing. It's like a league I, I, thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if y'all ever been. I live in Denver. I don't know behind yeah. enemy lines. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Mile High Stadium, but, like, you know, yeah. you go, like, out to the ramp or whatever. You go to get a beer in the at halftime, and, like, there's people around the ramp, like, smoking cigarettes or whatever. The entire time four quarters 60 minutes of football that you're sitting in the stadium in denver you just smell it's just dabs getting ripped the whole time it's just in the air just a <laughs> haze over the stadium it's like man this is just different you go to that's Kansas why City. it's really hard to play there it's not yeah. oh air. yeah it's, it's not, not the air quality you're high as hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, go to, you, you go to kansas city and you're being passed out flyers and bibles yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should make a trip brother last time i was at a chiefs game was uh it was Packers were in town in November last year, and me and my buddy showed up to tailgate nine hours ahead of kick, and we were the 25th car in line to get into the stadium. Yeah, and you got to see Jordan Love in action, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad. Family, yeah, that's, team uh, bottom that's tickets put his mom in literally the worst seat in the house. Yeah. That was pathetic. It was but, brutal. Yeah, shout out Jordan Love. What a yeah. guy. You, uh, you mentioned the AFC West, so let's get right into it. So – for years, I mean, for the last five, six years, it's really been like a one and a half dog race in that in yeah. that division, trading off who the other half is. This year, I mean, you got a lot of stars coming to the AFC West. Let's take a little bit of a picture here of what the AFC West looks like now heading into the NFL party, right? <laughs> this is this is the AFC West Star now studded. walking into the NFL Star party, studded. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is rocking in his main coat yeah. right there. So they got a lot of stars now. You know, so it's going to be pretty interesting. I know a lot of people, a lot of experts are saying all four teams are going to make the playoffs. I don't know no about way, that. No way. I don't think, no. it, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But everyone's saying they got Russell Wilson in Denver. Denver's yeah. going to be a Super Bowl favorite. You got Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City have done it before. The Chargers beefed up their team, and they got a great young quarterback. Raiders added Adams. Like, a lot of moves in the, in the AFC West. Who are you the most scared of? If you are scared at all of any team in the AFC West, who who strikes the most fear? Well, it's 100% the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You got you got Cleo Mack and Bosa on the same line. You add you add JC Jackson for seemingly given the cornerback market, you add JC Jackson for virtually peanuts to the secondary. I mean, they're at all three levels of the field are nasty. You got an offensive line that has been getting established. That's a, it's a team that's been building through the trenches. For a while, did they add and linebacking help? They still have. Uh, Derwin James have, is kind of like that free. Derwin James yeah. is back there. They still have Kenneth Murray. Um, they still have. They 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 drafted a guy too. I'm blanking on it. That's probably the softest spot of their defense. Yeah, I do. I do think it was a glaring weakness. They, well, they they, were, they, they they sucked against the run they, last year. Yeah, that checked out at like yeah. 31st overall from linebackers last year. Like they that was their problem. Well, and they do run the three four. So yeah, it's Ken Murray. Drew Tranquil. Yeah, I've heard of him, but he's not that good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's not deep. It's Denzel it's Perriman's deep. gone to the Raiders, right? Last year, right? Yeah, he was on the Raiders yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, friend yes. of friend of the show. He, like, liked the Oh, yeah, he is a friend of the show. Shout out, Denzel. Shout out, shout out, Denzel. King Kong ain't got nothing on Denzel Perriman. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, hey, but seriously, the defense beefs up with, with star power. That's half yeah. of that picture right there. And and then, I mean, the offense is still the offense. Like, yeah, Justin Herbert's a bad man. And Keenan yeah. Allen is yeah. as legitimate of a deep threat as there is in the NFL. And Austin Heckler is fading. awesome. I think he's fading, personally. I think we're seeing the downtick of Keenan Allen's career at this point. But well, you know but who I love on this, this team, though? Mike Josh Palmer. Up, though. Palmer's, Palmer's legit. 
They've got they multiple. Have, I'm not saying they don't have a great scary team. It just wouldn't be my yeah. pick. But keep keep going. Well, keep going. yeah. So I I would more so say no matter what you like say what you will about Keenan Allen's career and the trajectory of the back half, whatever it may be. Sure. Going back to what Spag said a minute ago about having the guy like your quarterback locked in, like they've got their guy. And I mean, they're about to be playing, paying a pretty penny for it here real soon, but they've got their guy at quarterback and he can keep pieces alive because what if you could say the same thing about Juju MVS has never really maxed out, but Patrick Mahomes is going to bring something out of those guys. Good and the that. route tree is going to bring something out of those guys. And Staley runs a tight ship down there, you know, say what you will about the fourth down percentages and whatnot like it yeah. lost it that's why they didn't make the fucking playoffs period Big but time. it's yeah. it's still i mean that's that's the scary team I, I i'm assuming that you would say the raiders if if it's not the chargers you're scared of the broncos uh listen listen i haven't been a niners fan so i've dealt oh. with this i've dealt with this dealt guy with this guy I've dealt with this guy <laughs> the league's most years. corny I, i've dealt with this dude for 12 years he's he's very he's very frustrating he seems to make big plays win big games like yeah, and he does have a pretty scary, solid defense behind him, and I don't care if the three of us were the receivers; he would make it work. Broncos so, country, let's ride. I do. Let's ride. Broncos country, let's, let's ride. ride. It's I, so bad. I hate that guy. I think oh, you dealt with him for twelve years. I hate that guy. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him more. I guarantee that. But yeah, but I do worry about if he just replaced one crappy offensive line for another. Mm. So yeah, that's his issue. He takes a ton of sacks. And and if yeah. the offensive line is just as bad as it was in Seattle, maybe they're only an eight and nine, nine and eighteen. But I think yeah. potential wise, you got a guy who's won a Super Bowl. He's been to two, and he wins big games. So I would be scared of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think the Broncos offseason more than anything because the defense was what kept them above water. Correct. Granted, they were playing a fourth place schedule last year, and they're going to be doing it again this year. Right. So, no matter how good Russell Wilson is, the Broncos are going to look better than they actually are. Period. It's also but, an extremely tough place to go play games in Mile High. You don't just yeah, and, 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 and we just found out it's even it's even harder. It's even harder than we thought. <laughs> so, but it's truly I I think that what their offseason did more than anything because that's a that's a nice receiving core out here in Denver. I think yeah. what they did more than anything by adding Russell Wilson is insert themselves into the shootout rather than like when the, yeah. when the chiefs were right. in Denver for the, I think it was the last game of the regular season. Yeah. They had us against the ropes the entire time. And then in the fourth quarter, like our defense made a big play. Melvin Ingram strip sack, Nick Bolton scoop and score 95 yards or whatever. And that's how they won the game. But it was a low scoring affair. Yeah. Drew Locke had the start because two gloves was hurt. And it was just, you know, that their defense could keep them around. And now the defense is still tough. But in an offense with Derek Carr and his weapons, Justin Herbert and his arm, Patrick Mahomes, and whatever the hell it is that we've seen him accomplish and put together in four years, those three guys can score no matter what. Yeah. So the Broncos insert themselves into the ability to compete within the division in those high-scoring affairs rather than leaning so heavily on a defense in a world where, frankly, great offense outpaces really good defense, i.e. the Niners. That's yeah, a great way you, to phrase you it. You put now. that really well. Yeah. yeah, that's a great way to phrase it, that they can now win those types of 30-30 games. Another pretty interesting question mark in this, in this AFC West is the coaching. You know, coaching can win you or lose you games, you know, and we saw that last year. Staley probably cost his team a chance to play in that playoff game. 
you got Hackett now in Denver, very unproven. A lot of people say he's only got the job because he was like Aaron Rodgers. He was carrying around Aaron Rodgers' jock or something. You know, you mm-hmm. got you got Brandon Staley who still hasn't proven that he can win the big games, and you got Josh McDaniel who proved that he cannot win the big games already. And he's now sure got a second. He's crack. actually gonna just. I think I'm still pretty sure he's just gonna back out. Like, yeah, he's just gonna. Yeah, there's like game? a week left. And he's gonna, <laughs> he just he backs out every time. He's gonna go back to New England. <laughs> he's just yeah. fuck he's it. Like, I'm out of here. That'd be crazy. I'm gonna go help Coach crazy. Tampa. I'm gonna go help Coach. He's Tampa. done it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you got three guys who, if I'm, if we're pick, if we're ranking the coaches, obviously Andy Reid's got Andy the huge advantage. Yeah. But no doubt, the, no doubt. The coaching is questionable to me in that in that entire division. I love the quarterbacks. God, the quarterbacks in that is like is like murderers row. Yeah, I mean. Holy cow! If if it was power rankings, it'd be Andy Reid, Staley, yeah, McDaniel's Hackett. I would agree with that. Just because, um, who the hell was it? I guarantee um, Staley's the best at Madden, though. Going for it. Oh, certainly, like oh, certainly, certainly. certainly yeah. <laughs> Whoever it was that was the <sighs> he was the offensive coordinator in Denver when Peyton Manning was here, and then he Adam, went on to uh, Gaze. Was it Adam? Adam Gaze. Gaze. Yeah, and then oh, he gets his I opportunity. I know with you. I knew Gaze. that you would know oh, yeah. it. I knew you could help me out with that one. Yeah, he, the Lincoln is, High School offensive coordinator, Adam Gaze. Yeah, he, yeah crazy, he's handed the, the crazy world. eyes. The yes. crazy eyes. He's handed the world because of what he accomplished. Yep. By having Peyton Manning on his team. Yep. And then he shit the bed. So like, Hackett has just uncanny vibes in a reverse scenario. Yeah. Coming to Denver, so it's a great. It's a great. I mean, account. granted, though, I mean, they he has Russell Wilson, where right, he's not. Yeah, he's not the, picking up with Sam Darnold. Yeah. So yeah, he's not. He's not picking up with Drew Lock. Yeah, bless his soul. Drew Lock. Uh, how how much do you think uh, Adams is going to take the Vegas Raiders over the over the top? I mean, they were probably that one star-studded wideout uh, uh, away from probably beating Cincinnati from being one of those top teams. Yeah. It was all Hunter Renfro and that's just yeah. slot stuff and like crisp route running. How much does Adams push the Raiders here? Well, he's a shit ton better than Zay Jones. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, give Zay, Zay rebuilt his career. Give him some credit. Yeah, no, Hey, he got paid this off season too. He got yeah, hey, a and shout out, shout out Christian Kirk because, because of, what Christian Kirk did. People like Zay Jones can have generational That's wealth. That's right. So, so Christian Kirk. Shout out Christian Kirk so, and the Jaguars. So Trent Baalke. Put on, baby. God, I'm pretty sure that was the collective bargaining agreement like the 80s, but. Yeah. Know. Yes. Okay. But anyway, um, I think I think that the potential of the Raiders offense, honestly, more than anything, like with the Fresno State connection between yeah. between Tay and, and, uh, and Derek Carr, like, you know, that – Say what you will. I'm a big fan of the intangibles. Like, that's a connection from the past. It's going to be a connection right now. Frankly, something that somebody like Zay Jones couldn't do or an injured Darren Waller can't do or a short-ass Hunter Renfro really can only do every once in a while is make up for the mistake of Derek Carr because Derek Carr's got a a cannon for an arm. Yeah. But he tends to just let it rip. And that bigger frame, that that Packers system frame, you know, they don't they don't employ wide receivers under six foot four. And he's the best guy. He's the best at his job that there is. So he's going to be able to make up for for the bigger window that Derek Carr passes come through. And it's going to open up the field for I mean, Darren Waller could be the the biggest tight end threat in the league this year because of the space that's going to have to be created. When is when are you ever double teaming Darren Waller when you have a 
a, if not the best slot receiver in football and a top three tight end, but you got to worry about Devontae Adams, who you double wow. team in Devontae Adams. And you still I, got a pretty decent run game. I mean, I mean, they, right, right. they've got, they have nine running backs on yeah. their depth chart right now. So they, if they pass, so if each of them picks up one yard, they got nine yards per carry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is that right. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> they're, they're actually one yard short of a first down, actually. They, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how the math checks yeah. out. Um, yeah. No, I tend to agree with you. I mean, I feel like a lot of people were just ready to anoint Carr after one. I mean, he's been solid, but he made the playoffs like just once. And lost he, really quickly. And yeah. lost last year. It lost to Cincinnati. Um, you know, like, give me a break. I mean, everyone's ready. I still think he's the issue that would hold them back. I think he does make some bad throws. I think he makes some bad decisions. He definitely showed a ton of improvement last year. But mm. – I mean, does one wide receiver typically bring a team over the top from where they were? I don't think it usually does. I think it looks cooler and flashier, puts up some stats. I'll 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 hold my breath though before I get too excited about yeah. the, the Yeah, are the Dolphins gonna win the East? No. No. Yeah. I, I could also I could also see Adams drop from arguably number one receiver in the NFL. I could see him struggle to put up top ten yards numbers this year. I for some reason. Top fifteen. I could see it. I well, that, the position Rogers is the best regular season quarterback of our lives. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I like so how you the, the the regular season. You had to clarify. Well, that. you have to say that. <laughs> That's a, it's, if if it's not understood, you got to make it understood. When he's when yeah. he sees red and gold walking down the street, he pisses his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I I this I know, and this is like really looking forward to this year, but just because of how historic this offseason was and how crazy with the free agents that came around and everything. I, I really would like to take the look forward also, because as a Chiefs fan and speaking for my people here, I know that at, at, at times at the or in the early phases of this offseason, it was high stress in Chiefs kingdom because you got the Chandler Joneses and the Khalil Max and the J.C. Jacksons, and the Russell Wilsons getting signed all around, right? And every year it's who's going to beef up enough to catch up to the Chiefs? Who's going to do it? And then suddenly an onslaught of all three teams to unmeasured, like cal- uncalculable measures. And you lose the guy. And we lose our guy. It was like, what the yeah. hell are we doing? We're sitting on our hands while the world is just flying past us. <laughs> what are we doing? But then the NFL draft comes. And welcome yeah. to the school of Brett Veach economics. And the Chiefs truly did this offseason zig while the rest of the AFC zagged because, yes, Russell Wilson's in town and fuck yeah. And Randy Gregory's <laughs> going to add something and here's $70 million to 12 do it. 12 starts, baby. And, yeah, and Khalil Mack. Yeah, 12 this year if you're lucky. And Khalil Mack <laughs> and J.C. Jackson, big bones in L.A. And Devontae Adams, the highest paid receiver in Las Vegas, along with their other 28 other free agent signees rebuilding the wheel what we do we sat tight we took advantage and we we accrued draft picks we take 11 picks we take two consensus top 20 guys in the in within the the, the 20th and the 30th pick and then you you add guys like sky Moore. you add guys that pick 103 like leo chanel to add to nick bolton and willie gay in the second level free agent jermaine carter from carolina comes over great coverage backer you start talking about the brian cooks and the Justin Reeds and the Lonnie Johnsons after the draft that come to Kansas City. And this is young, affordable, yep. talented additions. 
And when the Chiefs are able to put together, right now, six times in a row is the longest streak ever of consistent back-to-back division championships in AFC West history. When they're able to continue that, if they can get past the gauntlet that is the 2022 season and retain the crown, when they maintain this shit three, four, five more years, yeah, and they're not in cap hell and worrying about what's next, you'll be looking back at the 2022 offseason and giving a serious nod to Brett Veach and what he was able to pull off this year. Well, I, I, I think you make a great point, and you're, you can hide a mini rebuild. You can, you can hide it when you have a Patrick Mahomes. Right, totally. So, and, yeah. and they still have the bones of a great team. I mean, I don't. I think we can all agree this is the most yeah. interesting division in football, without a question. Oh, this Absolutely. is the one I got in my sports. eyes on. It's in not major sports. Yeah. It's not yeah. even close. Yeah, yeah. every yeah. single one of these games is going to be. Wait, you mean you don't like electric. the central division in the NBA more than? <laughs> I think I think that there's uh, like Cavs. You don't like the. I, I think yeah. there's going to be like Maybe seven since... AFC West primetime games, so oh, it'll yeah. be in yeah. front of the nation's eye as well. It's going to be. A lot of fun. This is the 2022 AFC West is what Lamar Hunt had in mind when he created the AFC. God bless this country. God bless Lamar Hunt. <laughs> God bless Lamar Hunt. <laughs> Nobody's deserved a trophy to That's be named right. after it more ever than Lamar Hunt. So clearly, I think you're going to lean Chiefs. But how do you see the rest of the AFC West shaking out here? If you had to rank them, how they're going to finish? This is always tough. Someone's got to finish last. Yeah. How are you gonna how are you gonna rank them? How are they gonna kind of pair out here? Yeah, no, it's Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. We're actually, <laughs> Chiefs, we're actually doing Chargers, our, Broncos, Raiders. We're actually and, doing dude, our I, I wish that, that was more of like a you know struggle for you. You're like, nah, Chiefs. Chief. I got Broncos. I'm thinking about this for Broncos, so long. Chargers, Raiders. So we're close. So you just you we're just flip Broncos, Chargers. Yeah. We're uh, doing our big AFC. Yeah, I know you, you and Russell, but we're we're doing our big AFC and NFC West preview tomorrow. I got a yeah, similar yeah. shakeout as you there, uh, Proctor. I got uh, Chiefs, Chargers, uh, Broncos, Raiders as well. I I think that like I just think the Chargers have already tasted it. I think that the Raiders yeah. absolutely fell into the position they ended the year in, and I think that the Broncos are going to play a fourth place schedule. And like I said, I think they're going to struggle. I think that Russell Wilson, say what you will about him. Look at his accomplishments. You know, you want to talk about a, a solid a regular season quarterback. Russell Wilson's yep. first six weeks are sick every year. But I, <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that he's never played teams like this on such a regular basis. He's never had to face these teams twice a year, and nobody ever has. And that's the ode to the division. But I just think that there's no matter what chemistry you build here in training camp in the offseason, like it's gonna be a Big wake-up call when the Chiefs come to Denver. I, I do have a quick Herbert Chargers question for you, though. Okay. Please. Um, yeah. So you know how, like, like misery, like, piles up, like, on the Bills or the Browns, for example. The Chargers are pretty – they're pretty much in that category. Like, you know, they've got, some, they've got some scattered yeah. success in there with LT days and then the Rivers, a couple – see, but, but in between – it's like just brutal losses, brutal missed playoffs, like just like late season collapses. There's like an equity that builds up. So do yeah. you think he do you think they're ready with Herbert to actually like erase that kind of like the way Josh Allen finally did two years ago? Like finally erase all that and 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 be like a top pr- premier NFL team and and win the win the big games, not just lose by three at the end. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. You think back to a lot of moments in the big moment, the Browns game last year where they just shoved it down their throat at the end. And the Chiefs Chargers towards the end of the season with the 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 overtime Kelsey game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, losing to the Houston Texans when you had a chance to make the playoffs with two weeks left. That, that yeah. hurt. That hurt bad. Yeah. I I think I think that there's some growing pains in. I think I think that what's happened in Los Angeles is it's a new city, it's a new coach, it's a new quarterback. I think a culture is being established down there, and I think that the confidence that comes with i mean when you got a guy at the helm like brandon staley that's ready to just grab his junk and go for it on fourth and 15 <laughs> inside your own 20 yep. with Hot the flop. Flop yeah, yeah with the yeah, yeah. put yeah. it on the table and let's Absolutely. dance yeah. the chargers are better than the fucking raiders let's do this right now <laughs> and and with that kind of attitude with the swagger of a young slinging quarterback like justin herbert a beefed up defense with a young studly cornerback arguably the best in the game and jc jackson i mean you look at the numbers like his rookie contract was the biggest steal of the decade so far and i i think that that's a there's a shift taking place in los angeles and for the first two years that they were down there when sofi was or even well even before sofi whenever they were playing that soccer stadium or the rose bowl or wherever they were wherever they were even sofi this year we call that we call that arrowhead coastal yeah. It's a it's a road game at home. Yeah. You call you call Las Vegas the the death dark star whatever the hell you call it. That's yeah. AFC, that's Arrowhead West. You got Arrowhead West, Arrowhead Coastal, and then Arrowhead Rocky Mountain High. And I just think that the Chargers have the best chance with the attitude and the talent compounding each other. They've got the best chance to be the closest, no matter what has happened in the past. I will say this about about that team and that quarterback. Similar to what we saw last year where the Bengals, I don't think the Bengals are going to be an every year in and out, like challenging for the AFC crown. But not a flash in the pan, but not yeah. a repeat effect. But you big let Burrow, you, you let a guy like Burrow with that moxie, you let him and that team who had a similar attitude into the into the dance, and they took it. And if, I, if, the, if Justin Herbert and that Chargers team makes it to the playoffs this year, watch out. He'd be a yeah. he's gonna be a tough out because that kid has got what it You're what right. it takes. I mean, he's the gonna talent be, isn't the talent's yeah. insane. The and talent. you got a coach who's obviously not afraid of the moment. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Yeah. And that just doesn't exist everywhere. That doesn't exist. You don't don't put the two together Herbert, that often. Yeah. Herbert could be a nice, a nice sneaky MVP bet future. Bro, MVP. if you if you so started a dynasty league two years ago and your first pick was Justin Herbert. You're on top of the world. Yeah, it would Perhaps. be. Yeah. Unlike if you have shares of Twitter today. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you could just go ahead, or you just go and intentionally puncture Tyrod Taylor's lung and you're in good shape. God, what a yeah. crazy that guy, that guy had money on Justin Herbert. What a mess, dude. What a mess. Your heart How'd you get this job? Yeah. Hey, Tyrod, Tyrod, we don't really think you're good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get better soon. Yeah. Oh, man. Modern so medicine, let's go maybe. ahead and uh, play a little game there, uh, Casey. So I, I kind of prepped you earlier just about what, what was going to happen here. We're going to play a little game of guess who. So the last time you were on, we played a game where I showed random Chiefs and Bills players. It was a spinning wheel, and you had to try to guess who they were. This one's a little bit simpler yet challenging. So there's going to be two pictures, and they're both going to represent 
the first one is the person's first name. Second one's their last name. You got to try to guess them, put them together, and guess the player. They're all current AFC West players, except for one classic Chiefs player. Okay. So here's just a sample, right? This is clearly Priest Holmes. You got a church plus Holmes, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Wow. So let's 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 go ahead and get this thing rolling, shall we? Yeah, let's go. We're gonna start with the classic Chiefs player here for you. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Who do we got? Matt we Castle. Got? Matt Boom. Castle. See, we got this. <laughs> we got this. It's Matt. Yeah, it's we're going to roll. Couldn't, couldn't right. find the chief stock photo. That, that's the only one I could find. He's in a random. I think it's a lion. That's a tough look for the brand, Spags. Yeah, tough look. <laughs> I don't see Who's any graphics here? from you, Casey. Um, Who do we got here? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Mr. Brick for hands. Great, ha Judy. great hair, terrible hands. Yep, there it is. Who do we got here? Oh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones is right. Chandler Jones. That's a good Chandler. one. Welcome to oh, town. Yeah. Welcome to town. <laughs> what do we got here? This is a little harder. They're getting a little harder oh, as man. they go. Brick. Uh, I mean, I don't know who that is on the left. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm stumped is... too, Casey. Yes. Something with a brick wall. See, this is where this is where the guess who game picks up here. Well, since we got a brick wall, I'm going to say it's the the entire Chiefs offensive line. I love it. That's actually Darren Rovell and a brick wall. Darren oh, Waller. Wow. okay. Darren Waller. Uh, wow. Right. Shame on me. Who do we got here? <laughs> Jesus. Good lord. Uh, Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Max. Max and Bing Crosby for those <laughs> of us. We have a really good age uh, demo watching the show who's 70 and over who is going to get that. Bing Crosby. Max Crosby looks a lot like bundles in that picture. He does. He, he does look like one of our one of our friends. He does. We <laughs> got, the, uh, we got one the more here before we oh. get into the other bonus round. Man, I got to think of the old man because it's Justin something. Justin... Who's a who's a Justin? Uh, oh, is that Justin Herbert? That is Herbert from Family Guy. Justin okay, Herbert. <laughs> that would have been Justin embarrassing. Justin yeah, Herbert yeah. Family Guy. He gets that one used. All right, in our bonus sisters. round here. Bonus oh. round. Classic Chiefs player. You got to add three together now. Oh, Dwayne Bow, baby. Dwayne Bow. That's my. That's my. That's my byline. The reading Dwayne Bow. That's what we do for all our writing. That's that my hashtag. That's Dwayne Bow. What, what a dog. Does his foot being just barely out of bounds against the Colts, just does that eat you up to this day? Always. You know what eats me up worse was there was a stretch when Matt Castle was in town where there was – it was something like 22 consecutive games that the Chiefs did not have a touchdown from a wide receiver. I remember that. Yes. And there was, I believe it was like week four of the 2013 broken, season. Right? Dude, Dwayne Bow was a master with as big of a body as he was, just quick hitters in the middle. And it was from like the four-yard line. He just yep. ran a quick slant in the middle, and it bounced off of his face mask, and a huh. rookie Travis Kelsey hauled it in. So there was still not a receiving touchdown <laughs> by a wide receiver. It was out of another era. I, yeah. I, I loved he Dwayne. Talk about passing the torch. Yeah. I always drafted him in fantasy and was always moderately yep. disappointed. But yeah. I always loved him. Loved him and I had a, a huge bet on that Chiefs game against Andrew Luck and the Colts. And they blew that oh, like 24-point lead. 
at half. Oh, yeah. yeah. Andrew yeah, Miller just came out and set yeah. the world on fire. Sorry, yeah. sorry, you won a title since then, so I can talk about that. Lucas Oil Stadium has never looked better than it did for that half of football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I just want to mention, I, I don't think I'm getting enough credit for piece. No, that was great. Right I thought there. it was That's... and one. Dwayne Wade. Wade. <laughs> Lil oh. Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wayne Wade. Yeah. I, I had I had everything in there. You killed I thought that was ball. and one, so I'm like, and one Lil Wayne bow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had What's some others up? that did not make the actual cut. That I'm like, this is not how this you is going to be too We didn't hear the Sky Moore story, though. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Well, too quick because there was uh yeah. with that being Crosby, that always brings me straight to Christmas vacation when when Clark's having his meltdown and he he goes, yeah. No, no, everybody stay. We're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas since <laughs> Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking Kane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I knew Bing Crosby oh, yeah. right Bing, there. Shout yeah, out Crosby, shout baby. out Chevy Chase. Um okay, but so the Sky Moore story, um, our editor at Arrowhead Addict, shout out, Matt Connor, awesome dude, uh, keeps, the, keeps the ship sailing every day. He interviewed Western Michigan's head coach, and Sky Moore was like a two-star recruit and out of high school, and he, was, he signed the Western Michigan as a DB wide receiver mix, and they were going to make him a, a defensive back, and so they gave him number 24. And then after his freshman year, he became wide receiver one. And they went back to him and said, hey, your high school number was three. Would you like to change to a wide receiver number instead of number 24? He's like, no, forget about it. Junior year, improves. You want number three? No, forget about it. Senior year, you want number three? Shut the fuck up. I don't want it. (laughs) And he goes to the Chiefs, and he's in Kansas City for three days, and the rookies pick their numbers, and he takes number 24. And Western Michigan's coach told Matt that the first thing that he did was – Sky called him and said, I told you I was going to make something out of this number. So that's an absolute wow. guy that you got in Kansas City. I love stories like down, that when guys bringing, have that much confidence. Bringing the lunch pail to work every single day. I mean, and the Chiefs I've got stood, him in round three or two. Round two, pick 54. I watched him play a couple Chief of fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got Sky Moore in round two. Like I, wa- I watched him play a couple like Mac games because you get bored on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, Mac action, baby. Yeah, and Mac-tion. um, and he, I, I remember watching and being like, "That guy's fucking good." Oh, yeah, like, oh, that he, I had, him had in the first round grade. I, he I, had, I thought he did on the same timeline timeline as George Pickens. Uh, George Pickens, and granted, he had the injuries and was less available in college, but playing against SEC cornerbacks, George Pickens had the lowest drop rate of any receiver in the class, and that was some like 2.4%. Sky Moore was number two. He had a 3.3 drop percent drop percentage in college. So that's yeah. pretty solid. If he had a catchable and ball, he hauls it in 97% of the time. George Pickens is like an early 90s name. Sky Moore is a current name. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll no, see. Like, George, yeah, George, the Chiefs like are moving forward, not backwards. George, George Pickens, like, please. But, you know, sometimes yeah. you got go, to go backwards to go forward, like. as Matthew right. McConaughey would say. Sometimes you got to go back to go forward. So, you know, or our friend, Brent, nice that's actually line. our friend Brendan, our co-host. That's his quote, actually. Yeah. It's also like a Lincoln commercial, too. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, hey, thank you for once again, man, for joining us. You're a blast every single time that we have you on. If people want to read up, it's the uh, Arrowhead Addict. I got the logo down there, part of the fan-sided uh, network. Call the Proctor. Your Twitter handle is up on the screen. 
um yeah you're just an absolute pleasure man every so time that we have you on so thank you once again i know you're busy busy right now so taking time out for us well dude whenever uh you know if you ever decide you would like a a, a three-peat kind of thing you just let me know this is this is damn good time all right absolutely man don't don't beat me up too high you guys you guys are awesome <laughs> yeah hey okay. and you know what we're gonna be all talking about chiefs tomorrow and uh i think you're gonna if you're going to tune in, you're going to like what you're going to hear. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. I swayed you. I brought you around. Huge fan of Chiefs last season as well. Huge fan of the offseason. Awesome. You might, you might hear me not predict them to win the division if you tune Ooh, in tomorrow. Hey, you're that, that Somebody's got to be that fucking guy every single year. You know what? <laughs> That's all right. You'll learn your lesson one of these days. Man, everyone's he's, he's smitten with Russ. Man. I get Russ bitter about down bad. So that Super Bowl. Still, there's still a taste in my mouth from blowing yeah. a 20 to 10 fourth quarter lead. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Man, hey, that's. Yeah. If people ask why do they always go back, right? That's it right there, man. Hey, well, look, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even rep the Super Bowl we won. We won. I rep the Super Bowl we lost because you don't ever want to forget. You don't want to get complacent. So that's why I wear this. You got to go and get yourself one of these. Last decade, the last decade of suffering. Orange baby, I can rep any Jets hat, and it's you can rep rep any of your team's clothing, and it's yeah. I'm wearing right now. This is a painful reminder of what's going to happen. Watch your mouth. Scherzer's back. That's right. Yeah, DeGrom soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, hey, so thank you, man, once again. Every, every morning quarterback on tomorrow at 1 o'clock for our AFC and NFC West preview. Follow uh, Casey at Call the Proctor on Twitter and the Arrowhead Addicts. It's a great stuff. Casey, as always, man, best of luck to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, we'll definitely be talking to you soon, man. Peace.